This podcast is for the woman who thinks she cannot change, the one who feels lost and can't seem to find her way, or longs to walk confidently and find the grace to finally forgive herself. If you've tried it all, given up a thousand times, or wrestle with what you've done and who you've become, you're in the right place. If you've ever searched, how can I ever forgive myself on the internet? Take a listen to The Grace Frontier. As one who's walked this path before, I love to connect with women to inspire them to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Hi, I'm Amy Elaine Martinez, and you're listening to The Grace Frontier Podcast. I'm a self-proclaimed grace slinger and victory girl, and I'll be your truth-telling trail guide on these episodes, helping you to sift through the lies and teaching you how to journey with Jesus, travel light as you unpack the baggage of your past hurt, shame, and regret, identify your pioneer spirit and defining moments that mark you for eternity, and learn to forge your way to newfound freedom, a deeper faith, and self-forgiveness. Each week, you'll hear how you can make lasting change in your life. In these short episodes, we'll talk about enjoying the wildlife, finding the wonder, and most importantly, finding your way through to the other side of your desert wilderness seasons. Girl, you're not lost because X marks your spot. Grace paves the way and victory is your destiny. It's time to get out of your comfort zone and on to the Grace Frontier. Hey friend, welcome to the Grace Frontier podcast. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and I'm so glad you came back this week. We have been talking about getting out of our comfort zones, being a pioneer, a pathfinder, a legacy lever, and a mover or shaker. And maybe you're like, whoa, Nellie, that is going way too fast. Maybe you're like, let's get back to some basics like trailblazing 101, maybe. I hear you. So this week, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how I became a victory girl and how I am always saying victory is your destiny. And I do mean that. Our key verses this week are from Deuteronomy 8, 6 through 10 in the NIV. I've paraphrased a little. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land where you will lack nothing. There you will eat and be satisfied and bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Make sure to love the Lord your God, walk in all his ways, and remain faithful to him. And our second one is Psalms 16, 5 through 6 in the ESV. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I am always telling you guys, victory is your destiny. And I do so mean that. Victory hasn't always been my pathway, but only because I didn't know it was available to me. I lived in fear for most of my life, but in 2017, the Lord started giving me a bigger picture of the territory that he had set aside for me, for us as believers. And the ideas of the wilderness being a wonderland were written on my heart years before I started writing about them publicly. And over time, victory 
did become a way of life. Not because things were easy, because they weren't, and they aren't, but because I began to understand how to fight and live from a place of victory. Girl, God is inviting us, you and me, to step out onto the grace frontier where grace paves the way to lasting change. There's a piece of land with your name on it, and it's where we're headed on the grace frontier. I want you to be encouraged and equipped for your faith journey. Here's one of my favorite quotes from a teacher I love named Graham Cook. He says, That's the thing about God. If he's giving you a destination, he's totally committed to getting you there. God wants us to live in victory. Victory is your next step. It's your destination. It's your destiny. Y'all, my past didn't indicate any future victory to me at all, but Our past is power in the hands of an all-powerful and loving God. This is a truth that has been shown in my own life. And today, I wanted to share some of my story with you. We, as believers, have all been given the command to go and tell. In Matthew 28, the Great Commission invites us to share our stories, to point other people to Jesus. That's the only reason that I'm here every week doing this podcast. In hopes that my story will stir up in you the faith to believe that the victory of Jesus is your victory too, and that X marks the spot where grace finds you and me. Y'all, I was born and raised in a strict Southern Baptist home. I came to know the Lord at a very young age and then rededicated my life to him in middle school and again at 27 when I had my first child. I wasn't very good at being good or loving Jesus. The ugly cycles of repetitive sin of my early years took deep root in me. And even when I was happily married, going to church, the mama of two, and I thought I was beyond this particular sin in my life, it reared its ugly head, trying to come back in full force 10 years into my second marriage. You see, my first marriage ended rather quickly and really ugly because of choices I made. But this time, God showed up in a powerful way that radically changed and transformed my heart and life. I've been in a place where I almost made a really bad choice that would have changed my world and my family and my children's lives forever. I think sometimes we can't see the sin right before us. Because we've been looking at it for so long, it's become familiar. It's become a friend to us. This is how the enemy deceives us into making ungodly choices that steal our joy, kill our dreams, and destroy our testimonies. But we do get a say in the matter. Victory happens when we get real with ourselves, God, and our sin. What I know to be true We are all just one choice away from change, so let's make it a good one. Better yet, let's make it a godly one. In a season of doubt and defeat, this was my grace marker. 
In my case, at just the right moment, Jesus stepped in and rescued me, saying, you don't have to do this. This isn't who you are anymore. This moment right here is the one I died for. And in that moment, the scales fell off and I saw my sin for what it was. That day, years before my husband would come to know the Lord, I chose to believe Jesus and what he said about me that I was more than my ugly past, that I wasn't who I used to be, and that I could learn to walk in victory over my sin. It was in that moment that I became a victory girl, when I was still a mess and before God had full reign in my heart. This time, the root of sin was completely uprooted, and through a process of learning who I was in Christ and who God was as my Savior and is as my Savior, He planted something beautiful in the place where once only sin had grown. Through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit, my want-tos changed. Much more than just a behavior modification that only lasts a short time, God transformed my heart to look more like His. Though I was a Bible study loving girl and I loved Jesus, I didn't know how to love him very well. I looked like everything was fine on the outside, but inside my heart was a wreck. Psalm 51, 16 and 17 in the message tells David's story after a moral failure. These verses were so true of my life too. They became a balm for my soul. They say, going through the motions doesn't please you. A flawless performance is nothing to you. I learned God worship when my pride was shattered. Heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. I just love those verses. And I love them so much. They actually became the tagline for my website, Heart Shattered Lives, Looking for Love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. I love that. That day when sin came calling and I finally saw it for the ugly sin it truly was, my heart was indeed shattered. I was ready for God's love and he took notice of me. Thank goodness for grace because God never misses a thing. This was my defining moment where I first became a victory girl. Now, real victory is still the message of my heart for others, because living a victorious life is possible. As believers, we have everything we need to be victorious in this life because of Holy Spirit living inside of us. Only sometimes life and sin get in the way, leaving us feeling oh so defeated. But that's not how God wants us to live. He wants us to experience the victorious life and to live in real victory in our every single day lives, our every moment lives, not just on Sundays or in the safe walls of the church, but every day out in the world. This is what I want you to know today. We think we can't change, but the God who never changes is capable of changing us. When we think we can't change, we're actually right, because on our own, we are helpless. But with God, we have a life-giving hope in Jesus and the life-changing power of Holy Spirit in us. We can have real victory by allowing God full reign in our hearts and lives. You don't have to raise your hands 
Besides, I really can't see them anyway. But how many of you have ever felt or are currently feeling defeated in an area of your life today? You know that certain situation that keeps taunting you and tempting you towards sin. Maybe it's a person, a habit. Maybe it's your mouth. I don't know. But God wants us to live victoriously. Remember when I said victory happens when we get real with ourselves, God, and our sin? We weren't meant to stay defeated. Since I'm a teacher at heart, I can't help but to leave you with four quick keys to getting real, ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. Yes, this is from my days on the radio with my Real Victory radio show, but this is such a good lesson that it bears repeating. The victorious life is one that is ready and resolved to stand up to the sin in this world and in our lives. That means we know what we will or won't do before we encounter that situation that gets us every time. We're ready because we're resolved to choose God's way instead of the world's. See Psalm 119, 112 and Daniel 1, 8. We can be equipped. We have God's word in our hearts and in our mouths. We can be ready to combat the lies of the enemy when temptation comes calling. Look at Hebrews 13, 21 and Ephesians 2, 10 to be more equipped. Authentic. Yes, we know who we are in Christ. We know our true identity, that though we once were in our sin and once we were this or that, now we are redeemed, chosen, forgiven, victorious. We are overcomers. We're more than conquerors and holy because he is holy. That's from 1 Peter 1.16 and 1 Peter 2.9. Also, you can look at Romans 8.37 that tells us we are overcomers. Life-giving. John 10.10 10 talks about the abundant life. And that John 10.10 abundant new life that we've been given is real. It gives us life and hope so we don't have to feel defeated. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, Jesus tells us in John 10.10. In this world, you will have trials, but take heart for I have overcome the world. That's John 16.33. We can be ready, resolved, equipped for an authentic life of real victory because our victory begins and ends with Christ. From time to time, I'll be sharing more about my testimony and how God is currently growing me in grace in this season of life because he is definitely at work. Also, because with God, there's always more to our stories. Thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 is my go-to verse when I am thinking, I don't know if I can keep up this victory thing. I don't know if victory really is my destiny. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 tells us that victory is ours through Christ. Maybe you've never met the Jesus that I talk about all the time here on the Grace Frontier, the one who rescues you from sin and loves you when you're unlovable. 
Maybe you're at a place where you know you can't change. But after hearing how God changed my ugly, sin-bent heart, you think you might be able to take those first steps back to Jesus. Here's what I need you to know today. When you can't see the way to victory, know this. There is a path to victory. Proverbs 24, 5, and 6 says, Wisdom can make anyone a mighty warrior, and revelation knowledge increases strength. Wise strategy is necessary to wage war, and with many astute advisors, you'll see the path to victory more clearly. So when victory seems unattainable, that verse tells us to get into the word, to seek wise counsel, And if I might add, you can grab a copy of my book, Becoming a Victory Girl, that reiterates these principles. But if you can't do that today for any reason, please just message me. We will get a copy into your hands. Deuteronomy 20 tells us a whole bunch of rules of warfare, and it just sounds like a bunch of don'ts. But if we turn them around, they sound so doable. Let's be resolved. Let's know beforehand. Let's believe in God and his timing. Let's stay calm and let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. That's from Colossians 3.15. Girls, you have everything you need to live the victorious life. Ephesians 6.10-18 tells us all about the armor of God. And in those verses, we see that we must be prepared. We must use God's provision that he's given to us and that prayer is essential and that our power is not within us, but it is from God living in us. Second Corinthians 10, 4 says the weapons we use in our fight are not made by humans. Rather, they are powerful weapons from God. Ephesians 6.10 says, finally, receive your power from the Lord and his mighty strength. Put on all the armor that God supplies. We don't have to be strong in and of ourselves because God is strong for us and he gives us everything we need. In my book, Becoming a Victory Girl, I share some victory girl skills and one of them is called the art of the aim. It's effective prayer. We can pray with accuracy, by being specific and direct with authority because we are daughters of the king and with acumen because we can have discernment from the Holy Spirit. Prayer should be our weapon of choice. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man or believer can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. James 5.16 in the Amplified Our position is crucial to our victory. Our position on the pathway is with the Lord before us as our shield, beside us as our strength, and behind us as our rear guard, meaning God's got our back. I want to close with this today. The path to victory is a narrow one where we bear our souls and walk with God. It leads to spacious places and sacred spaces where we know and understand that God is enough. More than enough to ease our pain, relieve our restlessness, and share our joys, no matter how small they may be. We keep walking and our infrequent small victories turn to bigger ones, experienced more frequently. It's here where we trade in our not enough 
for his abundance that we find contentment and consistency. It's a path to victory, slow and steady, day after day. There's no real race here. We move at our own pace. In fact, we may dance along the way, skip like little girls, or trip and fall, skinning our knees. Even then, though bloody and bruised, we get back up, pressing on with Jesus by our side. No, we do not walk alone. To the naked eye, it may appear as if we do, but we are daughters of the King, and the King has eyes everywhere. He never misses a thing. One step in front of the other, diligently pursuing the victory we know is already ours. Indeed, we are on a pathway to victory where hope and high fives abound. Keep walking, sweet friend, dancing, running, skipping, limping, whatever it takes to get there. The promise of victory is ahead. His name is Jesus. I hope after today's episode, you begin to believe that victory really is your destiny. Until next week, happy trails, sweet friend. Thanks for hanging out with me on the Grace Frontier today. What did you think of that episode, friend? I pray it met you exactly where you needed it to. If you'd like to come and spend some time with me online, you can find the links in the show notes to do just that. My handle on Instagram and Facebook is at Amy Elaine Writes. Or you can check out my website at amyelaine.com. Before you go, could you take a second to see if God would have you pass this episode on to a loved one or a friend? Take a pause and see if he places a face or a name on your heart. If someone comes to mind, text or DM them a link to this episode so that they can learn and grow and find freedom and healing through the words God gave me for this particular episode. And if today's message from the Grace Frontier touched you, it would be the nicest gift ever if you could take a moment to write a heartfelt review on Apple or wherever you listen to the podcast. It helps to encourage others to check out this show for themselves. Until next time, remember that the wilderness isn't a wasteland like the enemy wants you to believe, but it's exactly where God wants you to be because X marks the spot where grace finds you and me.